Welcome to the Kill the Dead podcast. I'm your host, Gray. Tonight, I'm joined by my co-host, Ash. Say what up, Ash. What's up, everybody? You may be wondering. Actually, you wouldn't be wondering by now, because by now, you've already downloaded it onto your phone, and you can tell that we are going to review I Had a Bloody Good Time at House Harker. But before we get into that, Ash, why don't you tell me what you've been watching? Hmm. Not much, really. I've just been watching my Telemundo, the same show I've been watching for over a year. Um, I'm trying to think. What else have I been watching? Nothing too exciting, just same old stuff. Right now, I'm watching Good Burger. So, <laughs> a little throwback right there. <laughs> oh, oh, I did watch... Um, I had a Friday 13th marathon. So if y'all listen to our show, y'all know that Friday 13th and Jason are my favorite. I Which episodes did you go through? It was just the first, uh, I did like the first three. I said episodes. Which, <laughs> which entries did you go through? Yeah, it was the first three. Okay. So I did get a chance to watch my favorite one and then I woke up from one of my long naps and watched uh, Wrong Turn 4. So that was wow. that was a nice, yeah. You know how much I love my naps. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even tell you the last time I've revisited the Wrong Turn franchise. Because um, each time, I'm, I'm impressed that it's still going. It's up to like seven or eight now. Yeah, um, and I think they're trying to reboot it now, too. So we'll see how that goes. How do you reboot Hillbillies? Because <laughs> wasn't part four like the beginning or something beginning? Yeah, it was what bloody beginnings. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you reboot when they've already had a prequel and then you know four episodes after? Why well, don't keep saying episodes? <laughs> four sequels. That's what they're called. I just I don't know what's going on. I mean, maybe they could do a little something better with it, but I don't know. I know a lot of people don't care for the for the series, but I actually like them because they're horrible. Like, yes, they're like the worst acting, but it's just the blood and the guts and the cannibalistic hillbillies. Yeah, because like once you think it could get worse, oh, it gets worse. I enjoy the way that they keep killing people in the woods. Like, at no point do people outsmart these hillbillies. Right, it gets yeah. They definitely get clever too, so I give them props for that. And at the same time, you're kind of you're kind of rooting for the hillbillies. You know what I would like to see? What is if they rebooted it and have it take place in the Hills Have Eyes world? Ooh, I would like to see both forms of backwoods, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> interact with each other. Or just a world where they can kill similar characters. Kind of like Freddy versus Jason, where it depends on where you are. You thought you were free from one. I don't need to see them fight each other. Just something to where they amicably kill campers, bikers, hikers, um, RVers, whatever else has gotten lost in these woods over the years. Um, <clears throat> in the hills as well. That would be, something that would be inter- interesting. You better copyright it. Do something. <laughs> Verbal copyright right now. There you go. <laughs> um, so I had a very interesting, fun-filled week of horror last week. I, I took in quite a few movies. 
Um, most notably, Ash, I don't know if it's out yet or if it's in your city, but I saw Climax. No, not yet. Not till the 8th. If you want to talk about sensory overload, uh, <laughs> this movie from, like, it kind of gets you in the beginning with a little trippy. It opens, it does a cold open with audition tapes. Like, you're watching what the interviewer, employer is watching. And it's got a, like a stack of, just like you see in the trailer, it's got a stack of movies and books. It's kind of foreshadowing the type of thing, I guess, that influenced uh, the director of the film. And then you have these uh, jump cuts of title sequences. So I think the movie opens, I forget where I've hand, but I think the movie opens with the closing titles and then it uh, takes a little bit and then it goes to the opening credits and it takes a little bit and then it does chapters. Um, so it's non-traditional to say the least. And uh, right from the opening number, which they do, I don't know how long it really was, but let's say a good five to ten minute choreographed routine. And there's so much going on that it is hard for even me. You guys think I hyper-focus on things? Couldn't do it. <laughs> it's like, I'm watching this person here, that person there. All of a sudden, we got a person backflipping. I was like, is that a kid? Like, where did that come from? <laughs> and I'm just... <clears throat> like, there could be tons of hints and clues in this movie. And um, I definitely would have to watch it two or three times. Like, it's just so many... Uh, things where, I guess, uh, Gaspar Noe, I could be saying the same wrong, but he took a risk. And I think the risk paid off. This isn't a movie you're going to be like, I need to see this ten times. I would say, if you see it once in your life, you're probably good. Me, I just want to see all the stuff that I know I miss because there's just so much going on. And it's it's weird to even say that because a film features towards the end or the climax of a film. um, Like, Long takes. I mean, we're talking like 10, 15 minutes of one continuous take. And it's amazing. That's a choreography in itself uh, of just like they kind of have a handoff system. So like you're following character A. Character A goes through whatever things they have to go through. And then they might pass character B in the hallway. And then like seamlessly, it just starts following character B. And so, like, you go down the rest of the hallway of character B, and then character B runs into character D. And then you circle back with character D, and character D has uh, H, A, J, K, element of P in the room. <laughs> and then the camera just keeps seamlessly transitioning between all these people. So you're not missing anything, per se, but the narrative for the film is the long take. <laughs> anyway, if you haven't seen it, go see it. I wrote about it on the article or on the website killdeadpodcast.com if you want to know more about it it's spoiler free for the most part uh yeah so that was the most interesting thing i saw um i think the most notable thing today i would be remiss if we didn't mention the millions of hearts that are broken today over the loss of luke perry oh. uh most uh, everyone in the world know him as dylan from 90210 I fell in love with him as Pike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ugh. So a lot of people might not remember that he's in the original one. Not the Sarah Michelle Geller version, but the no. Christy Swanson movie with my man Pee Wee Herman. Uh, I forget Pee Wee Herman's real name. Paul Rubens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's where I was like, hey, this guy's pretty badass. Like, I like this guy. 
Um, I, th- I want to say it was written by Josh Whedon, but I cannot remember who directed the film. But if you haven't seen it, uh, by all means, watch it this week, this weekend. See uh, young, heartbreaking Luke Perry at his finest. Oh, my heart is just completely broken. Oh. oh, so sad. Yeah, I haven't really read the uh, particulars of what happened, but um, I know it was random because it was not random. I'm sorry. Uh, I was looking at Ryan Reynolds tweeted a homage to John Candy today. I'm not sure if you saw that or not. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it really took me back to my childhood. Made me feel a little sad. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. And then I was like, I get on Instagram. I'm like, fuck, Luke Perry's dead? And it's like completely ruined uh, what Ryan Reynolds was going for. And I want to say someone else passed away. Uh, I can't think of his name, but he was in the band Prodigy. Probably the lead singer prodigy. Mm, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. So sorry, I zoned out. <laughs> I have that effect on a lot of women, unfortunately. <laughs> Keith Flint. But yeah, Keith he Flint. Was the, okay. Yeah, he was the front man. Yeah, um, as you can tell, I wasn't the biggest fan. I'm aware of them, but after Breathe. Or smack your bitch up. Smack my bitch up. Um, <clears throat> again, professional music listener over here. Um, I obviously didn't keep up with their career either way. Sorry to hear about that. It's kind of weird when the people that influenced your childhood start uh, passing away. And then you have other people who are like in their 60s or 70s. And they're still here. <clears throat> it's like, you never know. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's really sad. It's definitely a sad day today. Well, while we're <laughs> on the subject of older people, and I, this is the worst transition in the world, but I also saw uh, Greta, which is not the best movie in the world. It's probably one of the weaker scripts written for 2019 or released in 2019. But Isabel... Uh, Hibbert, I'm sure there's a French-ass accent I'm supposed to throw on that, but the woman that plays Greta uh, was a fucking delight. Uh, her performance, front to back, hands down, is the nuttiest, batshit, craziest thing I've ever seen on a screen for a woman that's got to be damn near in her 60s. <laughs> uh, just when you think that you've seen crazy, it's like she goes deeper and further and further. Oh. It's relentless. Half the fucking film isn't like I said. The dialogue, the script is pretty weak. If it Chloe Grace and Isabel Hubert wasn't in this film, it, it would just be whatever Netflix original uh, of the week. Lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or it would probably get plenty of airplay on Lifetime. That was. You hit the nail on the head with that. Thank you. But if you want to see a senior citizen go batshit crazy, uh, watch Greta. I believe that's in theaters this weekend. Yeah, it came out over the weekend. Okay, there we go. So it's in theaters. I I, I also read about this on the website as well, kiddeddeadpodcast.com. Shameless plug over and over. (laughs) It might not be a... Nighttime, $12, $13, $15, uh, 
uh, ticket, maybe more of a matinee, or if you have $5 Tuesdays, let, uh, be budget conscious. Because it's, it's fun, but it ain't that fun. No. So save your monies. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a short break and we'll get into the main feature. Whoa! Oh, what is that? It's his blood. It's gone. Let me stop you right there. The legends of this town really scare people. It's that kind of talk that causes pandemonium. Why are there spices in the fuse box? I thought it was a spice rack. If you cannot reimburse the 50000 this property will be condemned and seized by the state. What the hell am I going to do now, guys? People love vampire stuff. People will pay good money to feel safe. And I sure as hell know you do not want to lose our house. We hire an actor. All right, I'll do it. Not you. We're going to catch the vampire right here at House Harker. sun goes down, things are gonna get crazy! Ash. Yes? I had a bloody good time at the Harker house, which I always <laughs> say backwards. House Harker. How about you? Oh, it was fabulous. Definitely bloody. This pick comes to <clears throat> us from you via the internet. You want to tell us how this came about? Yeah, um, uh... Well, I got on my Twitter, and I tweeted about what movies should we do, like, review next. And our good friend Scott, he mentioned House Harker. So I was like, okay, why not? We'll give it a shot. So House Harker, sorry, is on Amazon Prime. And so pretty much what we have here, we have uh, three men. Two of them are brothers. Um. So, was it Charlie and Jerry, their brothers, and their best friend, Ned. And they're pretty much the, their small town, they're like the joke of the town. Um, uh, sorry, Jerry and Charlie, their family is known for, uh, their great, what was it, the great-great-grandfather is known to have killed Count Dracula. Jonathan Harker, for all you Bram Stoker people out there this supposed to take place after that world yes. so he helped kill Dracula originally according to Bram Stoker yes so their family their grandfather's known for killing Dracula and so it's like years and years later and you just have Jerry and Charlie their town joke and they're living their family's home and they're just trying to find ways to keep the house how would you say, how, like to keep the business going? Um, they right. get a, huh? Yeah, I was agreeing. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> so yeah, they're just like trying to find a, find ways to keep the house going. Um, they are getting in trouble 
by the city for not you for not properly using the city funds to keep the house going. So they have like, what is it, a, a, a day or a week? I'm sorry if I get that confused. But they have like such a short deadline to get the house renovations completed or they're going to be sued for a whole bunch of monies. So one night, uh, Ned, Jerry, and Charlie, they go out to town. They're getting drunk. Ned is like this aspiring wood carving artist and he is like in love madly in love with jerry and charlie's sister Paige, and Paige is like the town of beauty like everybody has a little crush on her and yeah but she is engaged to like the how would you describe the fiance <laughs> he's like um, a deputy dewey yes there you uh, go <laughs> if, if David Arquette was in a sea horror movie, this is the character you have. Yes. Which not a slight at either character. I'm just trying to describe it for you guys at home. That's the way I related to it. <laughs> so yeah, so she's engaged to the town sheriff and Ned is not having it. So one night when they all go to the bar, they're, everybody makes fun of them because Jerry, who I guess you want to say is like the oldest brother, he was like this aspiring actor, twirl, baby, twirl. So if you've seen the movie, you'll know what I'm talking about when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> so they get booed out of the bar, like the whole town is making fun of them. So they're on their way back home. And they come across the um, the criminal that's been going around causing trouble. And I want to say it was what they call him. Necrophilia? Something. I'm sorry. I'm butchering this the, summary. The next County ne Necro. Yeah, Necro. There you go. So he breaks into the house and there's hell breaking loose and he finds count dracula's skull and his blood gets onto it and when his blood touches the skull the skull like eats it up so now that the skull has a taste of blood it's going to awaken a vampire so should i get into spoilers or should i stop there or well i think that's a good stopping point for just yet um I think I, what I like about this film is that it's got, I don't know, like, you know, I hate to sound pompous, but a certain je ne sais quoi, right? Like, the mm -hmm. movie just seems like a random bad B movie, but it, 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 it grips you in such a way that you still want to uh, watch it. Like, I, I've watched it twice, actually. Yeah, same. Uh, <laughs> I didn't catch the first time instead of, uh, what's his name? Instead of Jonathan Harker, they call him Clive Harker, like a nod to Clive Barker, I assume, mm -hmm. which was fun. And um, just the little things that are going on in the background. The opening kind of got me because they do a, a interesting job of cutting in between them acting it in the house Harker and real life happening so it's like does it cut back and forth and the first time i saw it it confused the shit out of me because it was like did i blink i mean <laughs> did i skip ahead like i didn't i didn't get it right away 
right. after, again, I rewinded. And I was like, oh, okay, I see what's going on. And then I giggled and kept going. Um, a notable thing about this is that, did you know it was a Kickstarter? I did not. So that always excites me to see uh, crowdfunded things make it uh, to fruition. If you uh, stick through to the credits, did you watch all the credits? There's two post scenes. I didn't. I'm horrible. All right. So everyone listening at home, watch it until the end, especially if you like shitty tropes about black characters in movies. <sighs> Is this about like the two, pol- like the two cops, like the sheriffs? It may be. <sighs> but, but the way they handled it was, um, or the way they poke fun at it, it's fucking hilarious. Um, and maybe there's a little nod, just a tiny nod, into a sequel. If there was a sequel to be had, you might have something that is likened to be different. A little hint, but I'll leave it at that. Um. Uh, so yeah, I feel horrible because I'm usually really good to like. I'm really good at like just watching the whole movie through, like watching all the credits and everything to see if there's like a post credit scene, but I failed, y'all. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I'm just going to watch it again. Well, the first scene is not insanely anything. It's kind of an epilogue. Basically, it's what happens when they realize that the cameras were still running from the streaming. Oh, okay. Which was just funny to see them going a little bit further. Mm-hmm. But what had me laughing was the punchline at the end. And the ultimate last thing, and it was fucking hilarious to me. Everyone might not find it as funny as I did, but Can it I wasn't like... guess at what it was? Yeah, go ahead. Was it when that was like, yeah, but they were all assholes? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I have that written down. That was my favorite line. I was like, yes, that was something I would say. <laughs> okay. So let's get into a bit of a breakdown. Basically, this family has a heritage, and at some point in trying to save their house, the new form of Dracula has taken over. In this world, if a vampire consumes the skull of any deceased vampire, they absorb that vampire's power. So this guy, and actually I feel stupid because I did not remember his name. But let's say the vampire. I'm not sure if they ever address him as anything else. Or of anything. It's just understood. I did like the practical effects used uh, for the vampire. At one point I kind of think maybe he was on stilts. Or some type of walking apparatus. His walking looked a little bit off. But it wasn't so much to, like, oh, they shouldn't have done that. Like, it, it looked menacing. I just couldn't tell what was going on there. But um, they favored him to the Nosferatu-looking vampires. Um, the use of practical effects was nice. I'm always a big fan of that. Um, obviously, they did not spare any expense on blood. No, no, no. Like Hence, this movie, bloody good time. time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They they live up to that part of the name. Uh, 
at times it is a bit more comedy than horror. I would definitely say it's a comedy horror, not a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not a bad thing either. I I enjoy Tucker and Dale. I enjoyed um, Sharknado even. I so love it's not, Sharknado. <laughs> <laughs> it's not anything bad when I say that. Because um, everything has a home and it goes where it is. But what I did like about this movie is the way that they kind of fuck with you a bit, right? Um, I'll, I'll completely explain it when we get into spoilers, but the way they, they kind of poke the bear at tropes the whole time. Uh, you Making you assume what's going to happen because that's what tropes have turned you to think for a while. And they kind of just go a different way about it. So overall, I thought the movie was a fun watch. Um, I guess the only only question I have leaving this film is Clayton Cogwell. Cogswell. Why did you say House Harker instead of Harker House? Because that fucks me up every time I try to say this <laughs> movie. And I can't get past it. I, I don't even say the whole title. Like, I just do abbreviations. Um, I had a really good time at HH. Could be happy hour. I don't know. But uh, that's my only real complaint. I, I thought it was a pretty good, solid time. Oh, yeah. I definitely I definitely enjoyed it. And the characters just... they Each of the characters just had, like, their funny moments. And I loved it. I couldn't help but to keep laughing. And it was just like, like how they dealt with the situation. I'm like, you know what? I probably would have done the same thing. Who knows? <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah. They just, they just crack me up. I think it, they made a very good use of the, um, of the space they were given. I guess if we get, we can, we can say spoilers. I mean, the movie's two years old. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing I did learn by watching the credits of the film is that they borrowed some woman's house. They give a special thank you. I didn't write her name down. Um, to her. So it's interesting to think that, one, you know, uh, they have to build these elaborate, well, I'm not even sure if it's elaborate, it looks elaborate to me, uh, uses in the house. And they kind of illustrate it when the city woman comes through. It's like, why do you have a witch over at the top of the stairs? Why do you have spikes down here? <laughs> and everything she's listing comes into play later. Like, it's heavy foreshadowing. And if you walk into this knowing it's a vampire movie, you know it's going to get used. Like, it isn't a thing. But the way that they bring it back and how everything where it is becomes a necessity, and that's why they use the things that were just laying around the house, is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But then I think about all this blood they put in this woman's house. <laughs> like, just like uh, the cleanup. <laughs> Yeah, there was there was one scene I noticed in particular. It's when um they accidentally or Ned accidentally drains the um necro killer. Uh-huh. And I realized that they're playing the vacuum in reverse. And to give the effect that it's sucked up. But it's actually a reverse shot being played a little sped up, I believe. Uh, which I thought was a cool effect. But then I just thought about it. It's like so the floor wasn't dirty. And then you put all this dirty blood water all over it. <laughs> so I'm like, what do you tell the woman that owns this house? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that might leave a light stain, but it's fine. <laughs> but anyway, so the, just the booby traps 
kind of almost like Home Alone, except grown up idiot savant Home Alone. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's right. It doesn't feel right. I'm gonna think on that for a second. <laughs> it's more like if Kevin McCallister became Rain Man in a horror movie. Interesting. I because Charlie, Charlie is pretty much the hero, right? They make a big stink about, or not, they make a big stink, but Paige makes a stink about always having to protect her bigger brother. And then uh, I forget what the the verbiage of the montage was, but basically her dad's like, well, if you just let him, he'd surprise you. Right. And then this is the one time where she doesn't let him, but it's a necessity just to live. Like, just uh, give him time and he'll do it. Yeah. Because he is Dustin Hoffman in disguise. Except instead of a... Oh, Raymond. Raymond Baddett. That's his name. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Old person Tourette's. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Um... But that's who his character kind of reminds me of. And, you know, they have a scene where he drops the pencil and he's obsessed over the pencil. And it's like, um, you know, whatever genius is there is there. And it saves the day. I'm going nowhere with that. It's just uh, ramble. So I think that if you are looking for a lighthearted, funny movie, this is it. It's like one of those rare gems of shit you see on Amazon Prime, and you're like, I don't know if it's going to pay off. But this one definitely does. I would say it's quick and to the point. I want, maybe it's an hour and a half. Yeah, just and about. That, I guess I'm just going to start saying twirl, baby, twirl. That's going to be that, my new saying. And if y'all watch well, the movie, cool. y'all will understand. I thought it was interesting. I'm curious what you think about it. Everyone survives. Even the neighbor, Walter. Were you expecting that? Were you upset at that? Or were you like, that just fits? Oh, I definitely, I wasn't upset. Um, I was all for it. I, I mean, Walter was like one of the best. I mean, I loved all the characters, but Walter was just like, <laughs> he was just, uh, I just, I really enjoyed his character because even though his wife drove him in, like insane, he was just like, he loved it. And I loved like, uh, his back. I loved his background story. Yes, the whole montage of the exorcisms <laughs> leading up to how he met his wife. I can't remember her name, but um, that shit was hilarious. It was. He was <laughs> he just, like, just, just like only one pr- a priest can only take so much vomiting on until they're fed up. Yeah, and even watching him getting thrown up on, I mean, it looked like. Some nasty pea soup mixed with corn chunks. Yeah, like, it was, it was it, chunky. It, it's like, even in your mind, you know what it is. But watching that shit go on him time <laughs> and time again. And that was, what, three? Three exorcisms they show in the film? But well, who even couple. knows how many takes that was? Like, he didn't just get shot in the face three times with pea soup. 
Like, that was probably a couple times. Maybe they missed the first time and they only got his earlobe. <laughs> so it's, um, I do not envy people that have to do those scenes at all. I would never want to be any position where I'm getting soup spit up or sprayed on me at all. Like, it, it would take a special fucking moment. Like, <laughs> Linda Blair herself would have to come back as Reagan. No, no, fuck it. I still wouldn't do it. What? Not for all the monies in the world. No, Exorcist Nine, <laughs> one of my favorite films. Like it's a good film. <gasps> but it you ain't take that mm-hmm. back. I, I, you it's a take good film. That back. You know, there's just some things in life you know you wouldn't do. And getting vomited on fake or real is not something that's fuck no. I yeah. I understand. But yeah, to ask, like to finish your question, I wasn't upset with like the character survive. Actually glad. I think the only character I was kind of like wanting to be killed off was the fiance. But at the same time I was kind of glad he wasn't. <laughs> Cuz at the end of the day Ned still didn't get the girl of his dreams. <laughs> um kind of fitting that Ned didn't get the girl. I don't... It was, because, like, usually you root you root for the character to get the girl of their dreams, but Ned, be, like, forget all of that, pass all that, Ned was an asshole. <laughs> like, he was. Like, he was, like, a little... He was a little asshole, but, like, you can't help but love his character. But, so right. I was... But I was okay with him not getting the girl of his dreams. So, yeah, same um, here. Like it, it kind of alludes to like it might happen, but then when the reveal is, oh no, Sheriff's alive too. Definitely was okay with it, one hundred percent. Because what would Ned's motivation be to be himself? Like he wouldn't make any more weird shit. He would just <laughs> be a house husband and do whatever Ned, the house husband, would do. Right. But no, I mean overall, I was, I was satisfied with the film i was satisfied with the the characters the ending all of it i was pretty happy with and i just can i just say i just love charlie he was my favorite (laughs) he was just i don't know what was about him I, i just i love this character um you know what it was interesting is that Jerry has a line where he's talking to Paige and she's like, well, you you know, you make me feel like anything is possible or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what this movie <laughs> makes me feel like. Like, that's the unsaid mantra for this movie is that anything is possible. As long as these guys are at the helm, um, something could happen. Vampires could come back and kill a whole town and they could be the heroes. Mm-hmm. Which, it, by normal stakes of every part of their regular life, they're losers. So it's awesome that the uh, nerds or the weaklings get a um, get a chance. <laughs> and you know, something bothered me, actually. I don't know the actress's name, but I want to say I've seen her in something... Like a not like social media something like a YouTube something, um, and it's been bothering me ever since. But I don't know how to 
Google, YouTube, search. Who? Which one were you talking about? Uh, the actress that plays Paige is Moore. Whitney Moore. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've seen her in anything. No, I mean, I, I went at her IMDb page, and none of the things she's attached to have I watched except for she was in an episode of Casual, but I think she was listed as girl number one or something like that. So it wasn't like, I. that's not where I know her from. But I think it's, uh, she does something in social media. I just can't place it. But it bothered me the whole time because I was like, this girl is so familiar. What is it? IMDb won't give me the answer. <laughs> what is it? Reach out to her, be like, hi, do you do anything with YouTube? I've been trying to figure out, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Not trying to be creepy at all. <laughs> I'm just very curious. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to make sure I know where you are at all times. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, I'm not like Ned. <laughs> so if anyone knows the answer to this, please uh, hit me up on Instagram or Twitter or whatever social media you use. Because I would like to know because it's been bothering the shit out of me since last week. Yeah, I I wish I knew the answer to that. <laughs> well, um, so let's bring this to a close here. I think that if you're looking to have a bloody good time, uh, you should definitely watch The House Harker on Amazon Prime. It's quick, fun, in and out, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Laugh at a couple bad jokes. And you're done. I liked it. Yeah, you oh, yeah, definitely. I, I agree with you 100%. Can't go wrong with it. If you just need a movie to watch or whatever, I definitely recommend House Harker. I almost said Harker House. <laughs> but yeah, that's like, why I just, I, this is what I just love about like independent films, movies that are like not well known, like on Amazon Prime. Like, they might look horrible, but they're not horrible. I just, I there, love it. There is an actual, I guess this would be a segue to plug. Uh, in case you guys ever are curious about a horrible movie on Amazon Prime, to be exact, there is a friendly neighbor. Her name's Erica over at Customers Also Watched. Uh, she does a podcast based on all the things you're pretty afraid to click on. So... The next time you're in that little section of Amazon Prime and it says cast and then customers also watch, uh, give her a podcast a listen. See if she's already reviewed the film. That was a horrible plug. Sorry, Erica. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I listened to the podcast. She was actually probably going to be on the show uh, sometime soon. We just got to work out a schedule. And this would have probably been the best one for her to be on since we actually did an Amazon Prime film. Uh, but anyway, if you guys are curious, give her a podcast look-see. I like it. Maybe you will too. Remember to show us some support and leave a comment or iTunes review. Have a project you'd like to promote? Contact us. Kill the dead podcast at gmail.com. But before we close, Ash, I want to play a game. Hello. You don't know me, but I know you. I want to play a game. I would like to end this episode by playing. Mary fuck kill. Uh-oh. So using the talent of the wonderful people at the House Harker, I'm going to go to IMDb 
And our selections will be based on the three top billed people per IMDb's answer. Okay. So, with a quick Googling, it looks like Ned is number one, then Jerry, and of course, Charlie. Okay. And uh, it's my game, so ladies first, Ash. Mary Fuckhead, what are you going to do? It's always my turn. Gosh. <laughs> I should say, what are you going to do? I said, who are you going to do? But righty. Well, uh, let's see. Mary, I would have to say Charlie. Because I just have, he just, he's going to have a way to my heart. And we'll both have pencils behind our ears. So, yeah. Um, and maybe he could teach me how to play chess because I don't know how to play chess. Fun fact about me. Um, let's see. Who would I, hmm, who would I screw? I would go with Twirl, baby, Twirl. I would go with Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> twirl, baby, Twirl. I need to stop saying that. Okay, and then who would I kill? I would kill Ned. I'm sorry, Ned. Now, why would you, you kill Ned? I have to know this one because, <laughs> well, you'll find out in a second, but I'm going the exact same order. I'll give you my explanations, but I need to know why you want Ned out. Ned just plays too much. I mean, I'm all I'm all for joking around and stuff, and I just I would have a feeling that he's gonna make me snap, and I'm just gonna be like, you know what, I'm done, and just Thank take you. one of his chainsaws and just be like, and make him into a wood sculpture or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, no, I mean you're you're fucking right. I, I'll, I'll get one <laughs> started with Ned. Uh, I would have to kill Ned because he would be far too fucking annoying. To keep him around in any other situation. Like I <clears throat> thought about this long and hard. And he's not the one. <laughs> um, I'm just going to go in reverse order of you. Jerry. Um, I think I would marry him. Same reason as before. Uh, he When he had that little speech with his sister. He's like he builds you up. He wants you to feel good. That's someone you want around for a long time. And then. Um, Charlie I just figured like. He's going to show me some things. You know, some pencil things, some goggle things, you know, just show me something from a different perspective and have me step my sexual game up. So I'm looking forward to that, Charlie. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'm just, I'm just saying, you can never be afraid to try new things. I'm sure him and the pencil will teach you a lot of things. I mean, he does really care for those pencils. So it's like, if you put. <laughs> That much attention into a pencil. I mean, imagine him in the bedroom. Ooh. That's all I'm saying. All I mean, the- same with Jerry with the whole baton thing. Twirl. <laughs> he could twirl me around. Shoot. <laughs> well, he could. He could he though? Because remember, that was the thing. He used to twirl double. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> All right, there you have it, folks. We had a bloody good time at the House Harker. I hope you will, too. Uh, Coming up, we have one more episode before Get Out. Oh, shit. No, not Get Out, Us. Yeah, Us. (laughs) The (laughs) follow-up film to Jordan Peele's uh, smash hit, Get Out. Maybe it's just getting a little late for me. Um... I'm looking forward to that, but I think we'll have 
have another episode before that, and then it'll be our first episode in April. So you guys may have to wait a little bit, but I'm sure it'll be well worth it. Oh, I'm actually yes. hoping to see that film early, too. South by, I'm coming for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we'll have lots and lots of things to talk about. Because I have Horror Hound next weekend. Yay! Yeah, so if any of you listeners are out there and you want to meet Ash, say what's up, or um, tell her how cool her t-shirt is. Yes. She will be there. I'll be the girl walking around with all the Kill the Dead podcast gear. (laughs) So, if you find her, say hi and, you know, hit us up on Instagram with the picture. Yes. And I think that'll do it. Another one in the books. Done for 2019. This fucking March already, man. This oh, year's going yeah, my Dang. Yep. All right. Uh, it's been another... No, I'm not going to make any more. I was going to do another bloody good <laughs> something. But I have to let it go. Because it's not fun to say. I... I <laughs> So the only thing I, I take away bad about this film is that the title is just fucking too much. I'm not a wordsmith. I fuck up names all the time. So giving me one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine fucking words to say to get the title out. Uh, it's fun sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, I think I've said I've had a bloody good time at House Harker. For the last time, hopefully, of 2019. Nope, that's not true. Because we have a list. Maybe this will make it to the end of the year list. So we'll see. Maybe I'll say it four more times before this uh, 2019 year is out. <laughs> say goodnight, Ash. All right. Good night, folks. Oh, I'll do it for you. I want to play a game. Yeah, so that sounds like <laughs> maybe a post-op pre-op situation. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>